What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Sports and Spaghetti Podcast. I'm a nasty followed here. Followed here with with Big Daddy Walk. Wait a minute. What happened to Daddy Dangles? <laughs> no, I like a nasty better. Shout out Matt Hall. All right. <laughs> you came this, in hot there. This way I can call you Daddy Walk because you're actually a daddy. That's right. I could just be Walk Daddy. Walk Daddy. There we yeah, go. Yeah, that's what my, uh, that's what a few guys on my hockey team call me. They call me Walk Daddy. So Walk Daddy works. Walk Daddy when I make a big save instead of, you just so broke. It's Walk Daddy. I like that. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. And my friend Maddie. My friend Maddie Ice. And A-Nasty works Matty pretty Ice. well too. A-Nasty's good. I don't know. <laughs> Hey, what? Hey, nasty is pretty good, I said. Said Chris. <laughs> Confused. Said, said Chris. Um, so today on the docket, um, we had a pretty eventful weekend. Um, so we're coming at you live from the playroom again on this very drab, rainy Monday night in Danbury. You had to say drab. I didn't think I'd hear drab today. Well, you, you heard drab today. It's SAT time, Chris. We need to prep. That's right. It's ESPA time. ESPA time. It's ESPA time. Oh, no! Don't don't get me involved with ESPA. <laughs> it's a, my it's the standardized test in Connecticut. I've been teaching for two weeks. I've been teaching my kids how to take the test, not necessarily how to know the information. <laughs> I'm teaching them, and that's all you can do. Like this, and this is what this is what they ask of you. This is what you need to figure out. It might say you need to find 7,903 over 2 with four addition problems. The over 2 doesn't matter. It's just addition. Uh, it's, it's, very, it, they, it's very complex problems, but the way you solve them is easy if you know how to. Like okay. if, if you know basic math, you could do it, but the main key is follow the directions. And a lot of them get caught up with the directions because the wording is not something they've seen. Fair. That's fair. It's tough. It's exactly tough. what you're thinking of with that the is, SAT. Yeah, that is tough. Except it's for fifth grade. It's exactly that. Yeah. That's, ooh, for fifth grade. Fifth yeah. Grade, fifth grade was a good year for me. Shout out Miss Coon. I wonder if she's still hot. Hey. Uh, hey. Maybe. So, uh, 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 uh. Hey, shout out Mr. Walker, honestly. Walk daddy. Walk daddy. Man, my ki- I think my kids love me. I certainly love them all. Uh, a great group. And we've been kind of trudging along this test prep, uh, but they're going to do fine, and they make me proud. Good, good. Well, glad that's your first class. Um, your first your first group of students, and you know, you're going to remember them forever, let's hope. Oh, yeah. But, uh, all right, let's get into the, uh, let's get into the culinary side. Um, like we said, it's a, it's a pretty easy day today. I actually had a surprise birthday party yes. thrown for me uh, on Saturday when we were originally supposed to... Uh, we were originally supposed to record. No, we weren't. Well, I thought we were going to record. <laughs> there on was Saturday. no show. In the hallway, we took this guy, Eli and I, our friend Eli, uh, and I took took Aunt to to virtual golf on Saturday, and and he's asking us, oh, I think we're gonna do this on the pod. I think we're gonna do this on the pod. And, and him and I are both sitting there in the car, and we're like, oh, sure. Uh, 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 yeah, I prepared. I even brought my laptop as a decoy. Did I did. Decoy. I brought my laptop up to your house, yeah. uh, you know, to, to, to keep you off the scent, I know. You as threw, it were. You threw me for a loop. I threw you for a loop. You took a, That was a Grammyism right there. <laughs> uh, once in a blue moon. 
if you know, you know. And Grammy will be. Uh, uh, she's going to be, a, be the a talk part of the, the town. She'll be a part of our show today. Get just just get used to it. Get used get, to uh, it. Get ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> she will. But we and so there was a moment during golf today, where we were like, or, or not today. Wow, uh, it's late at night. Uh, there was a moment during golf on on Saturday where Aunt went to the bathroom or something. And Eli, Eli and I looked at each other and we were just like, whoo, he's gone. Now he can breathe for 10 seconds. I've almost blown this three times already. Uh, we both kind of had that moment of agreement. We were like, we've never done a surprise party. I think we're doing okay. And you were none the wiser. Yeah, I had no idea. I had no idea. And so um, how did you feel? Though? How did you feel when you went upstairs and you saw everybody? I was surprised. <laughs> as one would imagine, but no, it was cool because we don't get a we don't get a chance to get together all the time. You not didn't react surprised. You're like, oh hey, not every, well, no, not everybody's schedules mixed together. Um, but it was it was cool to see everybody and, and yeah. all the kids. This has been and, in the works for a little while. Yeah, here. shout out, shout out to my wonderful wife, the mouse named Jules. Yes, yeah, um, no, she orchestrated the whole thing and. Uh, um, really, uh, kind of everything fell into place. Um, I think the golf was a great, a great uh, move, a great decoy. Yeah. It was going to happen anyway. Yeah. Uh, but it was a great thing to get you out of the house, and all I had to do is not ruin it, and I managed not <laughs> and to. You managed not. But you did unfortunately ruin a support beam. Why don't we tell our no. Why don't we tell our viewers about that? <laughs> First of all. <laughs> Anthony wanted to play a mountains course, okay? Oh, yeah. It's hold not on, my fault on, that we on. were behind the saguaros all afternoon. PSA, if any of our listeners get an opportunity to golf, to golf PGA ranked courses, um, Bighorn Mountain is not a fucking mountain. It's a <laughs> desert. It's a desert with mountains in them. Okay. GD <laughs> landscape, okay? I, I'm expecting I'm expecting to see castles and shit in Scotland. I wanted a leprechaun <laughs> to steal one of my he balls. Wanted the jeprechaun. But no. <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you about the Jepricon? No. Oh no! <laughs> we might not talk about sports today. <laughs> but he's right. We were in a desert with mountains, a, a scenic vista, miles and miles away. I didn't see one fucking bighorn, but we saw a chupacabra <laughs> steal my fucking <laughs> steal my ball. Oh, Chris I, fell down. Chris fell down. We saw the chupacabra come through. He did. <laughs> I tell you right now, I hit a shot from behind the boulder. It went. Anthony goes, it'll go through the boulder. It's, it's virtual goal. Cool. I hit it off the boulder, and it went seventy-five feet behind. <laughs> Not to mention, okay, lest we forget the, about the beam, there was another shot, and I think this is where the chupacabra came out, or maybe the jeprechaun or whatever. Oh, that's another story. But um, I, I, I had my driver. I'm not a user of the driver, if anybody uh, listening, uh, the knee jam people, uh, or, or my friend Johnny Forrestal, uh any of those people that know me, that, that, that play golf with me, know that I... Um, that I don't use my driver a lot. I've got a terrible slice with that. I don't slice any other club except my driver. Anyway, so my very first stroke with the driver, <laughs> the ball didn't even make it to the screen. 
It didn't make it to the to the the, the screen. It didn't even project on the screen. It went off of the support beam that holds the projector. It hosts the projector, um, and it went off the support beam and back right past me, and it bounced off the bar table behind us. Um, <laughs> I would have needed a couple two tree stitches if I was <laughs> two there. tree two, two tree. tree yeah and then the jeppercon went by one of, well, uh, last year one of my ki- my students in kindergarten when I was subbing um, uh, <laughs> I colored the water in the toilet green and I I like rearranged the room a little bit so they would think the leprechaun yeah. came you know how that is in school right well this this one this one girl I will not name names. Uh, this one little girl who was particularly annoying, um, it was it it was not. I won't say payback because I still have a job. I, I have a job. I love my job as a teacher, and I would never pay back a student. Um, but but this individual went into the bathroom and freaked out, and then she came up to me um, a few minutes later after the whole class was in mayhem, right? Because the the leprechaun came, Mister Walker, the leprechaun put this dirt here. I'm like, ah, oh sure. So she comes up to me and she goes, Mr. Walker, I pee my pants. And I say, why? And she goes, because the Jepricon in the bathroom. I'm not making this up. So... So that was a little running joke uh, with the principal and I, uh, and 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 now and I told my class this year about it, and now it's a joke with them. Uh, so whenever you hear the word leprechaun, I I will always say jepricon. It's a it's a, the jepricon. So she ended up having to use the nurse's bathroom every day, uh, or she would pee her pants every day, and it was my fault. That's that. Whew. Okay. Jepricons aside, let's get to the culinary aspect. Um, <laughs> Nine like, minutes in. Like we said, we had a fairly fairly uh, cook-free week, we'll say. We had, yeah. a, we had a nice week where everything was laid back. A lot of birthdays going um, on. So I made my specialty. Uh, I'm not very much of a baker, but I do like making bread. Um, and I make a patent penting, uh, <laughs> pending uh, <laughs> um, focaccia bread. And the focaccia. The focaccia. And focaccia is easy. It is uh, it's yeast flour, a little bit of water, basic you know bread stuff, and then oil. So it's a very tacky dough. You pour the oil over it to slick the dough, and you let it rise. It's still in my fridge. I like that vocab, um, tacky. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but so instead of using regular olive oil, um, I have an a, a affinity, we'll call it, for... An affinity, uh, yeah. For, you said affliction. <laughs> Uh, in the first go around, I'll tell the people we had a mishap the we first time. He said affliction, and I was it's I was not, gonna say something, but you let, I let it go. You said affinity. A, it's affinity. That made me happy. So I have an affinity for uh, stuffed cherry peppers, the uh, the ones with the prosciutto or prosciutto for the whiteies out there. Um, <laughs> prosciutto, jerry prosciutto, jerry prosciutto, <laughs> and uh, the the provolone cheese stuffed ones. So what I do is I uh, anytime I finish a jar, which is often. I save the reserve oil in the pickling and the brine and everything like that. And I use that for the focaccia bread. And what that does is it gives it a very earthy, it gives it a peppery taste. It has <laughs> It's a very peppery taste, obviously, because it's, you know, pepper oil. 
but it, it gives it a nice sour almost bite to it and it, it has a it has a nice little heat that we like to that we like to talk about and yeah. when, you throw, when you throw the coarse ground pink salt mm. on the top it's just uh it's it's you know it's it's out of bounds as Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a that's a that's an inside one. Um, it's that's very a, inside. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm leaving it there. Mm-hmm. I, I tell you what, though, when you want to talk about that bread, I, I, it's very unique. I've never had anything quite like it, and I don't think you would eat anything like that at a restaurant because it's kind of out there. It's very. It's like it's like has a niche. Yeah, and it, it only could be eaten by by Italians <laughs> or people that like. The taste of cherry peppers. My bread can't be eaten by your kind. <laughs> oh, that's not good. That's not a good line. I did not say that. I do not endorse that. <laughs> but it's a sad day. But anyway, no, it has. It 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 almost makes you want to sweat like a cherry pepper does. But then it's not spicy. There's a little bit of the spice just you with the you know. Just with the heat that it brings, cherry peppers bring that's left that's infused into the oil, but it really you get the saltiness of the brine. You get the 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 taste of the the cherry pepper oil and the way you make the bread. It tastes so good. The bread in general, it's very delicious. It's a it's a fan favorite of mine, um, and I love to make it. And it's super super easy. Yeah, so it's a good that's one. A, that's the best part. Huh. So let's uh, let's move on to some. Uh, let's move on to yeah. Let, let's cut this. Yeah, let's cut this so we have it, okay? Fair. All right, everybody, we are back after a brief little save break. We're not trying to lose that intro again. Um, we'll get into the sports aspect of everything. Um, a little little clear the docket. We're going to do, uh, this is our last pod before opening day, so we'll do our official pro- uh, yes. predictions. Then we'll run through uh, the rest of our uh, NHL bracket. Yes, we got two then, more two more weeks of the bracket. And then we have a very, a very new, uh, very exciting new segment. That uh, I'll let Chris introduce when we get there. So we'll I'll start. try not to cry. Yeah, it's okay if we get a little tear. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, we'll start with MLB predictions. Essentially, what we're gonna do here is I'm gonna give my predictions. Chris is gonna react to them. So yes. do we want to start AL or NL, Chris Walker. Let's start with the NL. I always right. feel like I do everything the AL first because I'm a Yanks fan. That's I know you too. are too. Let's start with the NL so we don't make it too Homer. All right. So we'll we'll start with the NL West where there's no real hot takes. Uh, I have San Diego winning it at 102 and 60. I have the Dodgers in second as one of the wild cards at 99 and 36. Hmm. I have the Diamondbacks coming in third. Wow. At 86 and 72. I think they put it together. I think they have great offense. I think their pitching is decent. I have the Giants at 60, uh, 76 and 86. Uh, I don't think they're going to have the pitching or the star power to keep you know their magic run going. And then I have, I believe this is the worst record in the, yes, this is the worst record in the league. I have the Colorado Rockies at 59 and 103. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not too surprised with anybody. Um, I'm, I tend to be higher on the Dodgers than you, uh, just because they're always, they're always right there and they still are on your, on your standings. If anything, I would flip the Dodgers and Padres, but I think the Padres are going to take the division as well. I think they're too strong a team. Oh yeah, I think they'll be in a hundred win team. There's too definitely. much. There's too much. There's too much money being spent to not win that division. Right. They're they're putting all their eggs in one basket in in into the let's win now basket. Yeah. And so I think so. I think like you said, I think that division you've got it nailed. Uh, 
I always like to give teams the benefit of the doubt. I don't know if I'd have the Rockies losing 100 games, but I could see it. They're not a good team. Yeah, fair. They're very bad. All right, so we'll move to my my medium spicy take. Uh, let's jump over to the NL East. Um, in the NL East, I'll go worst to first this time. Okay. NL East. NL East. In last place, I have the, the Mets. Oh. I have the Washington Nationals at 63-99. I think they pick up some wins, um, you know. They're still, Here and there. They're still poo They'll win one out of yeah. every of every three. Of course. Uh, next, in fourth place, I have the Miami Marlins. I have them at a dead 81 and 81. I think they're smack middle. I think they're the You most, think they'll win 81 games? I think they're the most average team in the league. I mean, I have they have great pitch. Their pitching is unbelievable. Um, they brought in Luis Arias, who is the, uh, he was the reigning um, batting champ on the AL. And they still have ridiculous pitchers. Um, I think they put it together. Um, I think they're going to be a surprise team just because of how good the pitching is. I, I, I always liked Miami. I never had a problem with them. Um, I really like that team for some reason. I just don't know. I don't personally think they'll win 81, but I would love it if they did. Fun fact about Miami. I don't know if you knew this. They are the only team to ever reach the World Series. Uh, they did it twice. They are the only team to ever reach the World Series and never win their division. Really? Yep. Both times they made the playoffs and made, made a run to the World Series, they were wild card teams. They have never won the NL. The I NL did not East. know that. That's a that's a great stat yeah. right there. Look at you. Yeah. Um, now this is where we get a little spicy. Third place, completely missing the playoffs at ninety and seventy two. I have the New York Mets. Oh, I love that take. I don't. I don't think the Mets. I don't think the rotation stays healthy. I think, it never does. I think they have a dumpster fire of a bullpen right now, and I don't think they're going to be able to outslug the teams. Above them, I I agree with you. I uh, wow, ninety wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree. I, I agree with that because it's fun to watch the Mets lose. Of course, because they oh, it's great. because Ant they lose in in it's like being an Islanders fan because and I know how it is and you'd think I'd have some sympathy, but I think the Mets do it best. My favorite my favorite loss of any sport of any team was I think it was two seasons ago. Three, two or three seasons ago, Edwin Diaz is on the mound, bottom of the ninth, bases loaded. They're playing the Pirates in Pittsburgh, and he throws a pitch, and Jacob Stallings hits a pop-up or what Edwin Diaz thinks is a pop-up, and he spins and he's pointing to it. And I hate when pitchers do that in the first place, but Edwin Diaz is pointing to the pop-up, and he pointed and pointed and followed it as it went out of the stadium for a walk-off grandstand. <laughs> that was my favorite Mets loss of ever. Oh, it was wonderful. You don't like when the pitcher points when it's a pop-up? I can't up? stand it. Why? What are you doing? Like nobody's looking at you. We know it's a pop up. It's for the TV. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's for the culture. It's for the the cultura. Yeah. Um, All right, let's get on with this. Next in uh, second place in division, this is the other wild card team. I had the Philadelphia. It had to be the Phillies. Yeah. Philadelphia Phillies, ninety six and sixty six, and rounding it out in first place, I had the Braves, ninety nine sixty three. No, no complaints. I think the Braves are too good of a team. They're too well rounded. They lost Dansby Swanson, but. They're not the best They're, division in baseball, but that's a, I, I like your take there. No, um, that was only medium spicy. Yeah. Like you so said. now this is going to be my other spicy one. We'll go NL Central. We'll go bottom to top again. And uh, in last place, I have the Cincinnati Reds, sixty-eight ninety-four. They're a good team. They're just it's they're still rebuilding. I yeah. think everybody knows that Hunter Green's a menace, but uh, they're still rebuilding. Yeah, so. I think the fans of Cincinnati will be will be very um, forgiving. Of them yeah. this season, yeah, I don't, I don't think anybody's expecting them to go to pass to win, seventy yeah. wins even. 
Um, all right, so in fourth place in this division at 81 and 81, I have the Chicago Cubs. I have them losing a step. I understand they got better. They brought in Marcus, or not brought, uh, they still have Marcus Stroman. They brought in I like him. Uh, Jameson Tyone. I love Marcus Stroman. They brought in Jameson Tyone. I think he's going to shove for them. They brought in Dansby Swanson, who everybody knows. If you know me, you know I have a, I, I love Dansby Swanson. Um, but I don't know something about something about the Cubs this year. I just I, I have a feeling they're going to be middling. The very middling, middling team. team. Uh, shout out to Bobby, my uh, <laughs> my old uh, uh, my old supervisor at ESPN. Shout out go. Bobby. There you go. He's the also the author of Pure How You Feeling. He says that all the time. <laughs> so if I say that, there you go, Bobby. And He's now here here's my my spiciest take. I was going to say, because the Cubs are, I would say, a mild spicy take. Here's my spiciest take. I have Pittsburgh winning 84 games this year. I have Pittsburgh finishing third at 84 and 70. Well, you've got somebody that's going to love hearing that. I do have somebody that's going to love hearing that. And it has nothing to do with him, honestly. Um, I think they're a really well put together team. I think they I think they can catch fire like they did um, in, what was it, 2012, I think it was, or something like that. When they, they made it to the wild card, they rocked Cueto. I think they can catch fire. I think they're a really young team. I think they're a really good team. Um, they just need a couple pitchers to work out. Um, they brought in Dick Mountain. Shout out Rich Hill. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, I have a feeling about Pittsburgh. I don't know why, but... I See, I had them in my head because I didn't make a big list. I It's just it's just my life. I was thinking they would be around 75 wins. 77 wins. I I am a fan of the Pirates. Uh, I I like the Pirates. Uh, I've always liked them. I mm-hmm. hate the Penguins. I, I'm, and I don't really like the Steelers, particularly. Pirates are the lovable losers. But I like the Pirates, and I think that's why. Being a backup goalie, I think, you know, yeah. they're always, it's hard to root against them because they're never favored to win ever. All right, let's, let's round this out. I have Milwaukee, 92 and 70. I have yeah. them narrowly missing the playoffs. Um, their pitching is elite. They have no hitting, but their pitching is elite. Right. Big season on Willie Adams. Big season on Luke Voigt. You never know what happens. Right. Their their pitching is going to win them games. Oh yeah. is what you're saying. And I then agree. number one, uh, winning winning this division. Number two seed in the NL. I have the St. Louis Cardinals. Hundred win. I think they're a hundred win team. They're. I mean, they're so well put together. They're the Cardinals every year. Uh, Lars Newtbar is a phenomenon right now. Um, yeah. They brought in Wilson Contreras. Uh, their pitching is great. They get a full season out of Monty. Um, I, I think they're the team to beat in the NL Central. I think they're the favorites to win the World Series out of the NL side. Uh, the wow. Pennant, say. I think we'll say they're, they're the favorites to win the NL pennant. That's my take. Wow. Over the Padres, huh? Over the Padres. And then we'll do a quick run-through of the awards. Uh, my, huh. N- my NL MVP. Uh, kind of rushed right through that one. You didn't let me talk about the Padres. All right, go ahead. <laughs> NL MVP, I have Austin Riley. I think he's going to put together a monster season. Um, I don't know. I have, a, I have a good feeling about Austin Riley. I like him a lot. Um, NL Cy Young, I have Zach Wheeler, Pittsburgh. Not Pittsburgh. Jeez, it's no. Philadelphia. I could see Wheeler winning it. I think he's, I think he, I mean, he's always been great. He's always, you know, gotten hurt. But I think he stays healthy. I think he shoves. Um, my NL Rookie of the Year, Jordan Walker, St. Louis. Shout he's, out Walker. He's, yeah. He's finally, finally in the starting, the starting lineup, and the guy he absolutely mashes, absolutely mashes. Um, and my NL Coach of the Year is Derek Shelton from Pittsburgh. I have them, uh, I, like I said, I have them finishing in third, and if they can do a worse, almost a worse to first, 
then uh, I think that's coach of the year worthy. Did Derek Shelton not do a commercial, a baseball commercial for some some hitting practice device? Do you know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. Where like you swing, it was like you swing a bat. And it's like oh, if you if you swing it properly, it makes this sound. But yes. I don't know if that was Derek Shelton, but I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm pretty sure it was it's the clap Derek. Bat. Clapback? The clapback? Clap I, I don't know. I think it's called something It was like something like that, and, and, and I'm pretty sure it was Derek Shelton. Um, let me see. Yeah, that would make sense. Here, while you look that up, I'll go, uh, we'll start AL Central first. So AL Central, I'll start last place. I have the Tigers, 69-93. I think they're very underwhelming, even though I think they have a great starting rotation, uh, not very much bullpen-wise. Um it could be one of those teams where you know we look back at the end of the at the end of the year and they're fighting for a wild card spot and they look like a complete ass. But uh, as of right now, I have them last place, sixty nine ninety three. Uh, next up, I have Kansas City, eighty two and eighty. Um, Kansas City, they're on the way up. Um, Bobby Witt Jr. is probably going to be a full time starter now. They're just one of those teams where if their pitching can figure everything out, they're 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 one of those teams that they aren't overwhelming, they aren't underwhelming, they're just whelming, I guess. Um, <laughs> next I have with the exact same record of 82 and 80, I have the Minnesota Twins. Um, the Twins, yes, they got better. They brought in, uh, Pedro Lopez, I think, brought Correa back, but I don't know. Something about the Twins, I just don't like them. Even though I want Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo, I need a resurgence out of you, but I don't like the Twins. I don't know. You like Joey Gallo? I love Joey Gallo. Um, second in the AL Central, this is another moderately spicy take. Cleveland. I think Cleveland comes in second, 89 and 73. Um, I couldn't find it. No. <laughs> Eight, 89 and 73, I think Cleveland. Um, I think they have good They have a good roster. I just don't, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just still, I don't like Bo Naylor. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Josh Naylor, Josh Naylor. I was going like to say, Naylor. who's Bo? Bo's his brother. He's a catcher on the team, but I don't like Josh. I didn't know Bo. Yeah, rock catcher. the baby back to Canada, you big bitch. Next. Uh, I have the <laughs> I have the White Sox winning the division ninety five and sixty seven. The baby's asleep. <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> you might be able to hear her wails. Um, I have the <laughs> I have the White Sox at ninety five and and sixty seven. Um, I think the White Sox need to stay healthy. And it's time finally, for them to have a big year. They finally put it all together. I think it's it's time. It's finally time for them to be relevant again. They don't have Tony Larusa behind the wheel anymore. Thank God we don't want Tony Larusa behind any wheel. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> that's so bad. Oh my God. Oh. oh. Um, but yeah, I think the AL Central is going to go to the White Sox, and I think the Guardians narrowly miss a uh, wild card spot. Next, AL West. Um, the Athletics are poo poo, 6,200. Nobody expects Everything them to about be good. that team is poo poo. They're um, just terrible. We'll breeze over them. This is another moderately spicy take. Um, I have the Mariners and the Angels both tied 89 and 71. I have them both tying. I think the. I think the Angels are going to win 89 games. I think the Angels are going to put it together. I have a lot of high win totals on this. For I was going to say. Yeah, I have a lot of high win totals. But. Does it. Does all your win totals mat like match up? They all add up to one hundred sixty-two. But do they make sense? Like, oh, can, God, no! 
I don't know, maybe this like, could work. Like, can know. that can it work? Oh, no, I did this at work in the last hour. Oh, I don't know. Hey, I was just wondering. If I was you... just throwing numbers together. No, that's cool. Um, I don't know. I think the I think the Angels might finally put something together. They brought in Gio Urshela. They have some pitching help. You can't have Shohei and Mike Trout and be bad for this long. you got to do something. And they've and I, managed to. They have. <laughs> and, uh, and I think the Mariners, I think the Mariners are going to be very, I think they're going to be this this year's super hype team that underachieves. I think they're going to be the biggest underachiever this year. Luis Castillo is great. Um, Julio Rodriguez is electric in center field. But for some reason, I just feel like they're going to underachieve. Um, so in second place in the division, I have the Rangers, 91 team. I think they finally put it together. They finally have pitching. They've had great hitting the last decade, um, but they finally put it together. Um, and then the Kings of the MLB, this is the best record in the MLB. I have Houston, uh, 103-59. and I hate to admit it, all the cheaters are gone. So except Altuve, so you know what? I no, you're it's right. It's not 2017 anymore. Um, they don't carry that stigma. Or they do carry that stigma. They shouldn't carry that uh, stigma. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm never listen. I'm never gonna root for them. No, Just, I mean they're Yankee killers. Oh, yeah. I, that and that's the reason why. Yeah, it's it's it has nothing to do with 2017. That is a lot. You got to put it behind, uh, right? I mean, yeah. you, you got to kind of let go of it. You have to. Because they, they, they own the Yankees so badly. Exactly. They, you can't hang on to that anymore. No, no. But God damn was 2017 the Yankees year, man. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was. I thought that was the year. I thought that was the year. But alas. Um, so we move into the AL East. We'll start bottom to top again. Last place. I'm sorry, Boston. I don't think they're a very good team. Well, I don't think many people are going to argue that. I don't think they're... they're, they're Maybe their one mouse is, might, but... <laughs> their offense is solid, but I don't think they have the... They don't have the pitching. I mean, your opening day starter is Nick Pavetta, I think. Like, I don't even know. Like, you know I what I mean? I don't even know who they're starting. It's like, they're they're just built very badly. Dave Dombrowski did his thing. He came in. He won a, he won a World Series. He blew it up. He got fired. You know what I mean? Hyam Bloom is in there currently ruining them, which... Thank, thank you, Hyam. Um, Shalom. Shalom, um, <laughs> Yerushalayim. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be rough for Boston for for a while, um, and I think their fans are going to start turning on them, and it's going to be wonderful. Oh, it's I, gonna be great. I'll never be mad about them sucking. Yeah. Next up, this is another moderately spicy. Seventy-seven wins, eighty-five losses. I have Tampa Bay. I don't think Tampa Bay. They they got a lot worse. They lost a lot of players, but they're Tampa Bay. So you never know. Um, you never know what they're going to put together. They they, they do. They're every, a team that always pieces it together. They do it every and year. every year people think they can't win. And they piece it together. Their pitching always clutches up. And they get timely hitting. They always lurk. I see. I just, for some reason, I think this is the year they finally fall off. That would be fine with me. Next up, uh, surprising win total here. Uh, with 90 wins, 72 losses, I have the Baltimore Orioles. I have them approaching 90 wins. No. This is on the high tier. You don't think so? No. They're not winning. Why? 90, 90 games? I don't know. Maybe. Well, no. Maybe not 90, but I think they're going to come in third. Listen, man. I was just piecing these together. Hey, I think... I, I'm, I've i never hated the Orioles. Uh, they're... I, I like when they do well. I like the Orioles. Uh, that would be awesome. I don't think they will, but I think that's awesome. <laughs> it would be. I, I'd love to see. I it. mean, they're not. They're not the team that they were the past bunch of seasons when they were 
No, but when they I couldn't think, win any games. I think this is another bold take. I think Adley Rutschman this season, you're gonna, he's going to show he's the best catcher in the league. Um, Ryan Mountcastle is a great first baseman. Um, they brought in, I don't remember his name. I think it was like Kevin Newman, maybe. Maybe not. They brought in somebody who used to be on the Pirates, said he was with the Mariners. He's playing second. Um, they have, uh, they're just a very young team. Uh, Anthony Santander, I've, I lo- I've loved great him for a player. very long time. Um, he's been a Yankee killer for the longest time. I don't know, man. I just I have a feeling about Baltimore this year. And I like how you said about them being young. They're a young team, and they've kind of come up uh, together, and they've yeah. sucked together for like a long time. Yeah. Uh, and I hope they win 90 games. I don't know that they will, but uh, that would be cool. That'd be really cool. That would put really uh, cool. that would put a, a hitch. In the top two teams, for sure. Because yeah. if they're going to win 90-plus games, then a lot of those games are going to be coming from the Jays and Yankees. And I hope yeah. to God you have the Jays in second place. I have the Jays in second place, 94-60. Okay. Um, I think the Jays, this is going to be bold, I think the Jays are the most well-put-together team. One of the most well-put-together teams in the league. But they're, they're a good team, for sure. I just, I don't know. I, I, there's something about it where I don't think they they have the clutch gene. I don't think they're as good as the Yankees. I just no, don't think they're as good as the Yankees. And then I would say, go go ahead. And and I was gonna say, yeah, I think the Yankees will win the division. But there's always there's always that. But what if they don't? Yep. But what if everybody gets injured like they do? What if Judge doesn't have the season that he had last year? That's the huge question mark, right? That's it's always the question. That's mark. always the thing. Judge was unbelievable last year, not in the playoffs, obviously. I don't want it to become another A Rod, uh, where he's pretty good in the regular season and then zero in the playoffs. But that I think there's a lot of questions around the Yankees. Can they do it again and now take the next step? So I have obviously the Yankees winning division one hundred one and sixty one. I think they break the hundred wins. Um, yeah, they need to. They just need to stay hot. The bullpen looks really good, but they they need to. They meet, need they need to go out and they need to make good moves. Calling up Volpe was a great move. Um, I thought that was a fantastic decision. Oh, so happy. We were talking so about it right before it happened, and and I was saying if it doesn't happen, then I don't know how I could like this team. Yeah, uh, the way he played in spring, I mean, he just there's no way he didn't deserve that. No, spot. he came out and he dominated. In the batter's box, on the field, on mm-hmm. the bases, I'm assuming in the clubhouse, because him and Judge, if you see the videos, him and Judge already look like best friends, which is great. Um, that's something you want. And that's probably a culture that he wanted to cultivate, Yeah, Volpe. Yeah. Uh, that's how you do it. You get the best player in baseball right now, the best hitter in baseball right now, arguably, uh, on your side. It's going to take you far. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, my, my AL Awards... Um, my AL MVP, I wrote down Jordan Alvarez, but now that we're talking about it, I think Kyle Tucker from Houston. I could see either of them. I, I'm, I'm going to say in between. Um, call me biased. I don't know. AL Cy Young, I think Garrett Cole finally wins it. I think Garrett Cole I com- finally. I disagree. I think he really? He's never, he's never good enough. Really? Who are you thinking? I don't know, but I don't think it's going to be Cole. Hey, I hope it is. So my my number two, I had Dylan Cease. I thought Cease was my he was my original. I pick. I could see Cease over Garrett Cole, and the reason is, I don't know. Cole just 
since he's been on the Yankees, he blows up sometimes. He's very inconsistent. He is. He is. But if he if he's consistent this season, then he's got it. See, I think this is his. I think this is finally his fuck you year. I it's got this, to be. I think this is his fuck you. I'm the ace. I'm making this money. Let's go out. And let's because he wasn't pitching like an ace. Nestor yeah. Cortez was pitching like an ace. Yeah. yeah. And Garrett Cole wasn't. Yeah. And Cortez was basically playing for coffee yeah. and dinner. Yeah. Honestly. Literally. Honestly. Um, but, and so, if he can stay consistent, then it's his to lose. Yeah. But, after last season, it's just, it was one good start and one five run, three, four inning, uh, you know, outing or but five we, innings, we had four a, runs. We had a long running joke with, with Hugh. Every time Cole was on the mound, we would wait. And uh, we would wait. We wouldn't text each other until Cole gave up a first inning home run. So we would not text each other in the group chat, and then it would go off. All three of us, me, him, and Mike, at the same time, we text. There it is. And then we would the start first inning. Right? He always gets banged for a home run in the be, beginning of the. And see, it's, it's it's usually a home run in the first inning, and then he settles down for six innings. Right. You know, so it, it's just I don't like that they're always playing from behind, but he always nuts up. Um, AL. <laughs> <laughs> AL rookie, of the, AL, AL rookie of the year. Uh, again, from what I saw in spring training, you're going to have to pry that award from Anthony Volpe's cold dead hands. Oh, yeah. That, I, I, I will ride listen. that train. Oh, yes, yeah. indeed. I have to. I have to. I will ride that young 21-year-old. Oh, man. You said it, and in your eyes, I knew you meant it. You meant to say that. <laughs> you, you, ooh. Who? <laughs> Uh, ooh, then, uh, the uh, uh, I got. I'll tell you when we talk about hockey. I'll tell you what I just saw. Coach of the year. This is a pathetic display. Of, AL coach of the year. Pedro Griffel, Chicago White Sox. Okay. I well, if they have the year that we're we're saying they're gonna have, then I think he has to. Yeah. That it's his. So real, real quick, I wanted to run this through because we are Yankee fans. I want to do a little bit of baseball talk. Um, with Volpe making the spring training roster, I compiled a list, Chris, of our last few starting shortstops in order. Yeah. I didn't write the years on these guys like I wrote the other ones, so excuse me. But since Jeter retired, uh-huh. we have we have deployed Didi Gregorius. Oh god. Didi Gregorius back to back years. <laughs> Didi, I like Didi. Then we rolled out Ronald Torres because Didi was hurt. Right. He was our opening day shortstop. Yep. Back to Didi. Back to Didi. Then after Didi left for Philly, we rolled out Troy Tulitsky. Troy Tulitsky. Glaber for two years yep. and then IKF. Yeah. And now I think it's finally, finally, finally time where we have an actual franchise shortstop again. I'm really, really, really relying on Anthony Volpe. We're, wow. Listen, man, we are real high on him today on yeah. the pod. Yeah. He's here. You're telling me he's the future shortstop. I'm, I'm, I, Listen, it again, it's his to lose right now. Yeah. The team is saying they gave him the vote of confidence, and now it's his position to lose. It's his job to and lose. I, and I think confidence goes a long way. Um, but along along with the Yankees and shortstop, I was looking through some names, and I think we have two more cursed positions than shortstop. Uh, the first one, this is the minor curse. Chris, do we have a center fielder curse? We might. I mean, we start with Ellsbury. Since, no, we don't. Since 2009, Brett Gardner. Okay. Well, I don't think he's cursed. I love Brett. I can't stand him. 2010. Why? I cannot stand. Whoa, Brett whoa, Gardner. whoa, whoa! What? I cannot stand. Brett Why? Gardner. I 
I I loved Guardy. It was it was just something about him that it would drive me absolutely nuts. I really? Think, I think he should have retired years. Oh, I thought he was he a did. great a great player on this team. <laughs> I, I I liked him. I liked him throughout his prime, but after his prime ended, I'm like, Guardy, we got to stop rolling you out in left field, buddy. I think he was used way more than he should have at the end of his career. I think that's what soured me. I agree with you. It it it. I think two or three seasons too long. Like it was, and it, I get it. Yes, he stayed right. He the hometown. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, now, he played with the Yanks and, again, and all this. Again, his name. He's not worth very much right now, but. There was the year where now then Clint, now Jackson Frazier, won that starting spot. He came out, he won it, and he struggled for a week, two weeks, and then Booney put Guardy back in. Left right. Him. I think that kill I, I honestly I think that's why I think that's why Clint Frazier is where he is right now, because of the complete lack of confidence given to him by his coaches. But right, he wasn't given enough time. So uh, But anyway. Two thousand ten, eleven and twelve was Curtis Granderson. Yeah. Love Grandy, man. I love him. Uh, 2013 was... Grammy liked Grandy. 2013 was back to Brett Gardner. Yeah. 2014 through 2017, our starting center fielder was Jacoby Ellsbury. (laughs) Was it? It was. (laughs) Opening day. On opening day, maybe, but not after that day. Then 2018, starting center fielder was Aaron Hicks. 2019, back to Brett Gardner. He's been on the team that long. And then 2020 through 2022 has been Aaron Hicks as the starting center fielder. Yeah, that's bad. Now, Chris, you'd think that's the worst position we have. You're going to tell me that one's worse. Third base. Yeah. Since the departure oh, we've of, had a... Since the departure of Alex Rodriguez, we have deployed 2013 Jason Nix... Was our starting third baseman on opening what day? What year? 2013. Was he really? That was right after A-Rod's hip surgery, yeah. He was the starter. A-Rod came back midseason. I believe that was that year. Oh, my God. Oh, it gets worse. 2014, Kelly Johnson. Kelly Johnson, yeah. Yep. 2015, 16, and 17, Chase, Chase. Headley. 2018, he's doing good now. He wasn't good back then. Brandon Drury. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. 2019, Miggy Andujar. Okay. 2020, 2021, Gio Urshela. I like Gio. And then 22 and probably 23, Josh Donaldson. That I don't like. And, and, and we could talk about him till the but cows Chris, come but home. But Chris, he changed his stance. His hands care. are faster through his own I don't now. care. I don't care. He's he's a problem in the locker room. And and he's a problem. I don't like him. I didn't like him when he wasn't on the Yankees. And I haven't liked him since he's been on the Yankees. It's hard to do that. Yeah. But I've found a way to do it with... With uh, Donaldson. He's not a, a fan of him. There's a whole two-minute compilation. Uh, I think there's two different ones. One is him taking strikes right down the plate. And then there's another one of him pimping fly balls. That that, that drives me nuts when, when he does that. There's nothing. First of all, when you pimp a home run, it's, it, better be, it better be at least 450 feet. Did I ever tell you the story about me? No. Oh, I was playing. This is a sidebar here. I was playing and I was 16. I was in 
No, I wasn't 16 yet. I was like 14. So I was in just getting ready to go into freshman year in high school. And I'm playing in Torrington. And this whole time, uh, I'd played at this field before. I knew the umpire. I knew the catcher. They were cool. And uh, I'm stepping up to bat. And we're down by two. I got a runner on first and second. And I hit an absolute dick shot dead center field. Tater. Tater. Like, verbatim, catcher and the umpire at the same time went, holy shit. Like, I clearly remember this. I hit a fucking bomb, right? And I turn, I flip my bat, I'm looking at my bullpen, I'm like, or my, my dugout, I'm like, let's fucking go, baby! Yeah. We just took the lead, so I start my, my home run trot, right? And I'm getting halfway down, and I turn first, and I'm getting ready to look, I'm looking over, hand goes up, I point out, pointing at the crowd, and I get tagged on my chest. <laughs> and the umpire goes, you're out. And I said, what? He goes, the ball bounced on the top of the fence three times and came back in. You're out. So I I had pimped a long single. <laughs> and, and got tagged out. And got tagged out advancing to second. <laughs> My punishment was I had to catch the rest of that game and the next two games because I hated being behind the plate. That was my punishment. They're like, yeah, you're behind the dish. So I have never, ever, ever forgotten that. And I cannot wait till my dad hears this and makes fun of me. Oh, no, that's bad. <laughs> it's, it was rough. That's almost as bad as when I had to sit in the penalty box for 10 minutes because I spiked my helmet on the ice in college. <laughs> Because the net was off when the other team scored, and I got mad, and the ref gave me two front sportsman like, and I threw my helmet on the ice, and he gave me ten, and he goes, "Get in the box," and I was like, "What do you mean, get in the box?" He goes, "Get in the box," and I'm like, "But I'm the goalie," and he goes, "I know you're the goalie." <laughs> get in the box. get in the box. So we we won the game, so it was all smoothed over, right? My coach was not happy with me, and my Grammy was in attendance, and she was. Ah, God rest her soul. She was mortified. She was absolutely horrified uh, at Christopher. Why did you do that? Anyway, uh, we're getting a little late. Let's go into the bracket. We'll we'll speed. Talk about the bracket. We'll speed. I tell you what just happened. The Devils in the game that's going on right now against the Islanders. Too bad I'm mentioning it. Pulled their goalie with five minutes left. So what happens? Kyle Palmieri made it 3-1, and then Bo Horvat 4-1, baby. And the Panthers lost, 5-2. You need that. Um, All right, the bracket. So, bracket, I can save you some time. Jordan Bennington, you win. You're next. (laughs) Into the finals. Well, okay. (laughs) So, we have Bennington and Philip Kurashev, and you have Bennington. Uh, Obviously, that was an easy one. Uh, So, then then we have uh, Seth Jones... Uh, of for the former Blue Jacket, now Chicago Blackhawk, against Elvis Mers Lincolns of the Black, uh, the Blue Jackets, who huh, they just beat the Islanders. Uh, Mers Lincolns did not play that game. Uh, Michael Hutchinson played that game. He's been a kind of a journeyman goalie, but anyway, Mers Lincolns versus Seth Jones to go to the finals against Bennington. Yes, Bennington's gonna win, but still <laughs> the ceremonious uh, the part ceremonious. of this. Let's. Uh... Seth Jones, does he have a point yet? Yeah. Yeah, he's just having a bad season. Not a bad team. Okay. I think, let's, you know, in the true spirit of of Walk Daddy, 
Let's make it a true goalie finale. Let's go. And let's go Bennington and Mers Lincolns. Bennington and Mers Lincolns in the finals. And, and we'll, we'll have that matchup. We'll we'll play it up a little bit more next week. <laughs> we'll see you next week. For the finals. So yeah. I wanted I wanted to rush through this a little bit just so I didn't uh, yeah. so we can put some more focus. Um we wanted to do a segment. We wanted to do a weekly segment. Yes. And uh I'm not I'm I'm gonna do a little bit of an intro, but then I'm gonna hand it over to mm. Mr. Chris Walker to talk yes. about it. Um, I've known Chris for about, mm, about five or six years at this point. It's been at least six, okay. six years. So I've known Chris about six years. And um, from what I've heard and what I've always heard, there's always been a very, very special woman to him. Uh-huh. And that is his Grammy. Yes. Um, his Grammy, um, big into sports. She, I believe at one point she was the only person allowed to sit behind you when you were a goalie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she was really only ever the she was only the only person that was allowed uh, to sit behind me for whatever reason. Uh, I just I felt uh, I felt a calming presence uh, when she would sit behind me, and it's to the point where uh, to this day uh, I, she has. I'm sure you would have said it. She has departed. She is uh, in 2019. Uh, she she fought hard, but uh, yeah, she had she had cancer and she she died. But uh, it's all happy memories of her, and and I talk. I mean, I talk about her every day. <laughs> you hear something Grammy every day. My kids in school in my class hear about Grammy every day. She's just a part of my life still, yeah. and so she lives on in that respect. But to this day, when I have hockey games every week, every Thursday. Uh, I always look back. I always look back all the time, and I point to my head uh, when I'm in the goal because she'd always say, "Stay focused," and point to her own head, and I would do it back. So I always do it. Uh, but yes, yes, Grammy. So uh, we got our little Grammy introduction. Five one Islander uh, win, by the way. There we go for Grammy. And then, um, uh, so so Grammy had a very particular type of player she liked. And she, <laughs> She always like from what I've heard from, yes, from Chris. Correct me if I'm wrong. She did. She always liked those hard nosed guys. Uh, yeah, shout out Matt Martin. Uh, she loved Matt Martin. <laughs> that was Matt. That was so, Matt. So that was hard, her Matt. The hard fighters, the the, the grinders, the grinders, if you will. So uh, we'd like to introduce a new segment today to you guys, and we're gonna call it Grammy's Grinders of the Week. Grammy's Grinder of the Week. So yes, indeed. I have. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be a hockey player. Um, no, no. I have. It probably have, will be. It mostly. probably will be. I have two, just in case Chris steals one of mine. I'm gonna let you go first. I well, well, honestly, I think we can do this one together because uh, every single time I see you, you talk about this dude, and it is the one and only Matt Boldy, dude. He is. <laughs> textbook Grammy's grinder of the week. <laughs> you could put it in the books. <laughs> I mean, this dude was not meant to be a 26 goal scorer this at year. Least not, I was going to say at least not this year. He's 21. Okay. This dude, he, he was, it was an 01. Okay. Which is younger than my brother out of Boston college. Shut up. He's, uh, he's, you know, 12th overall by Minnesota. He is lighting it up. Yeah. yeah. 26 goals? Are you kidding me? I, I was super nervous about the loss of Kirill Kaprizov, but they put Boldy on the front on the first line with Zuccarello, and I believe Hartman's up there now. Yeah. Uh, and he has 
he's been on fire. He's thrived. And and he's not afraid of, of throwing the body. No. That's why no. this the grind. He's got the 39 penalty minutes, or sorry, 54, 39 penalty minutes this season. Mm-hmm. So he throws the body around. He gets a little bit sandy, as Kevin Weeks would say. <laughs> he gets a little bit sandy. Uh and and that's why for me and I know he was he was I stole yours I'm sorry but okay. but when you planted that seed I, I was like you know what and yeah. then boom he's got another one tonight yeah and uh, 26 goals yeah. dude yeah what and what what really solidified it for me is when they were playing the New Jersey Devils this was on it was remember. just the other day yeah, it was the other day uh, it was the tw- I believe it was the 21st yeah March 21st um. Game had gone into overtime. It was a great game. Gustafson, I think he had like 43 saves. Yeah. He was tied 1-1. Yep. And uh, Jack Hughes shot from right in front of the blue line. And he shot an absolute laser, went off the pipes. And it like shot back into the defensive zone. And and uh, Matt Boldy picked it up and skated. He had a breakaway situation. And it literally looked like it lit- like if you were playing 2K and you ran out of stamina. Like he was, you could see him struggling to get the puck huh. down the ice to pace it. And uh, at with .06 seconds left, he put it in the net. Now just that for in overtime when the lights are shining like Right, that. this is the game winner yeah. in overtime, yeah. okay? Against, against one of the best teams in the league. Yes, indeed. And he just, I mean, with, with the poise and with, he grinded it out. He's and, got the. He's got a lot of poise. Yeah, he's got a lot of jump in his game, and I know Grammy would have loved to see him play. Uh, and if I was talking about him, and she was with us, and we made a segment called Grammy's Grinder of the Week, she would say <laughs> that she'd see would approve. That would be a Grammy approved uh, Grinder of the Week. So, uh, so I knew, I knew we were going to be both set on Matt Boldy. So I did pick a backup. And oh boy, have we talked about him today? My other Grammys grinder of the week is Anthony Volpe. Yes, say his um, name again. Anthony Volpe out of New Jersey. Um, the kid was 21 years old. He had 20 something games in Double A AA or Triple A. Triple A, yep. 20 something games in Triple A, and he came in, and he, I mean, he came in and he earned it. He got into a position battle and he earned it, and he earned it big time. Oh, he passed with flying colors. I mean, he got, he got, you, you've got to remember too, As, uh, Oswald Peraza, he was the starting shortstop in the in the elimination game against Houston last year. He started in that playoff game. He just got sent down to AAA. IKF was the big piece of that trade deal. That's who we wanted. You know, we took on Donaldson's contract for IKF. We got him playing the outfield. Like this kid came in and said, hey guys, this is my job now. I don't care what you have to do. This is my job. And, I mean, he, he's on the opening day roster. And he's going to be, granted, he's going to be batting nine, but he's our starting shortstop. But he came in, and after 20-some-odd games, um, I believe his first professional season was the COVID year, so he missed yeah. that whole season. Um, kid is 21 years old. He's the youngest. I think he's the third youngest behind Jeter and Gehrig, I think, or Jeter <sighs> oh and Oh, my God. One of those two. I mean, to listen. Make an opening day start to to do what he's done in spring training and make and make that much of an impact says a lot about him as a person. I think to spring training is not taken seriously by everybody. No, by a lot of players, they're comfortable. They're just getting back, getting their reps in. Right. Mm-hmm. He 
just the drive he had, he played every pitch yeah. like his career depended because on him it because did. it did. And that mindset, because a lot of that is mental, he could have taken a day and said, you know what? Over three is all right. Yeah. He's not doing that. He mm-hmm. hit over 300 in spring training. He and went, they he wanted him to, to went, succeed. He went three for four off of Aaron Nola. Like, <laughs> they, and the team was rooting for him, too. Yeah. And they wanted see, it and to you be can him. See that culture switch, yeah. Yeah, they wanted it to be him. He became a part of the team during spring training. Yeah. Like, he earned every bit of it. It was really cool to see. I love your pick. Thank you, thank you. Um, so with that, that has been the Grammys grinders of the week. Yes. Um, and I feel like that is a uh, it's a good little spot to uh, to bid you all farewell. Yes. To bid Button you adieu. Um, so as always. This has been Walk Daddy and A Nasty. You just pointed to yourself. <laughs> this has been Walk Daddy and A Nasty. Yeah. Uh, back with uh, Sports and Spaghetti. And as always, like, subscribe, share, follow us on Instagram, follow us on TikTok, leave your comments, tell your friends, all that. Um, tell your friends. Tell your friends. Uh, and as always, stay full. <laughs>